Once again, we go to the Central Statistics Office, to their uh, senior statistician, Deirdre Cullen. Deirdre, welcome to the programme. It's numbers that talk. We The last few weeks have been astonishing in the way the numbers have talked about Europe. Um, and you're staying on this European thing about comparisons. Now, I've been thinking about this for seven days since I heard you were doing food comparisons because I'd find this very exciting. Uh, I think we all would. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so what have you found? Well, just, yeah, I suppose we'd all be curious the price of a, a steak here versus yeah. uh, Europe. So every two or three years, the CSO, in conjunction with the whole of Europe, we do a price comparison survey and we price a basket of goods. So generally food and then separately, you know, we'll we'll produce figures for meat, fish, fruit and vegetables. Okay. And, um, and it comes out as a release of price level indicator and it tells us how expensive we are vis-a-vis the EU 28 average. And then, of course, we can look at where we rank with regards to your favourite Germany or France or, or different countries. So I can start off by saying, George... Yeah, I'm just wondering what e- you mean by your favourite well, yeah, Germany. If, if I don't bring in statistics <laughs> for Germany, I'm like, oh, Germany. But anyway, no, look, Germany is an important country for sure. But I can start off by saying, George, that if you're thinking of retiring to Austria with the lovely Ingrid, you want to have a good pension because they're the dearest country in the Eurozone for a basket of food. So if you take the Eurozone... She never told me that when I married her. <laughs> there you go. So if you take the Eurozone as a measure of 100 for the for the whole average yeah. of the Eurozone, uh, Austria would be 122. Uh, we don't fare too much better. Ireland is 119. And for the listener, what that means is on a, a, a typical basket of goods, we're 19% dearer than the EU average. Yeah, but the EU average then, though, is pulled down, one has to think, by Latvia, Lithuania, Estonia. So I don't so have on. to come in here at all, George. You have all the answers. <laughs> no, but, but isn't it true, though? No, you're absolutely dead right. Bulgaria and uh, Romania uh, pull the basket down, and Poland as well, across these numbers, comes in consistently. Um, very affordable. The most expensive country, if we just step outside the EU and go to the wider European kind of picture, is Switzerland. Um, uh, so there, if you take the EU as 100, they're at 178. Oh, right. 178. But I'm not returned to Switzerland. No, no, I don't think many of us will be. We better Although, leave that to the rock stars and, 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 and the yeah. investment bankers. And then Norway, 158. So Norway, anybody who's been there could contest it's an expensive country. Yeah, but just a couple of things. Now. This is, I knew, I've been looking forward to it all week because I knew how No interest- hard questions now, George. No, I knew how interesting <laughs> it was going to be. Like, one, the Norwegians, of course, probably don't mind paying for the food because they get, because they have the oil, they get so much freebies because of the oil. You know what I mean? That's point one. The Swiss, I don't know how anybody lives there, to be honest, except they never get into war, so I suppose that's one advantage. But the interesting one, which I have experience of, you said Romania and Bulgaria pull the figures down, didn't you? The average, yeah. 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 Well, I used to do some work for a charity in Bucharest. And they go to Bulgaria. They drive to Bulgaria when they're going out for dinner at night because it's cheaper. Yeah. Well, and we, of course, we don't have that luxury. <laughs> We'd have to drive across yeah, the border. But wasn't it interesting like that? Yeah. That even, Romania. Even within Central Europe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they can drive know. across the border. Yeah. So let's have a look at meat because, I mean, I always contest and maintain that we have the best meat in Europe, in Ireland. And sure. you, you eat out on the continent and it's just not the same or you go to the supermarket. So if you take um, 10 euro, uh, you know, what you could buy for 10 euro in Ireland 
on meat and right. that would be a basket of meat um, would cost you 200, uh, sorry, 24 euro in Switzerland. And in Norway, that would cost you 14 euro. But so, they're outside the EU yeah, now. So what about the EU? France, that would cost you 12 euro. For for what for we did ten, ten. yeah. And right. uh, Germany is there than us as well. Eleven. Uh, the UK um, ten fifty. But so, we but might on the, no, on the EU average, sorry, George, sorry. we're six percent higher than the EU average. But but you see, this is very important. By which you kind of alluded to, but kind of skipped on. Then you were mm, so keen yeah. to get into That's numbers, numbers, numbers. Yeah, sorry. exactly. <laughs> You're so keen to get into numbers. Where I'm kind of keener to get into kind of chit chat. Yeah. Our meat might be better. So if you're comparing like 10 versus 12, you might you might be getting better meat in Ireland. Yeah, now be careful because like when these price comparison surveys are done, the pricers are given quite kind of um, firm um, instructions. So you wouldn't be comparing rump with fillet. Like it would be price fillet steak or, you know, and then it might be price a sausage with 80% meat. But having said that, you're right, our, our meat... I would still maintain is better. Well, but I was so in Cologne We're above recently, the EU yeah. average, but we're below a lot of other countries. Yeah, and the French eat awful. Like, there's huge dietary differences. Now, I know because you're a star statistician, you're comparing like with like. Mm. I get that. Uh, what about the old Kerrygold? How do we do on Kerrygold? Yeah, oils and fats. OK, let's have a look. We're 13% dearer than the EU average. So across the oils and fats. Um, and our prices are going up there as well. So again, the same countries appear at the top of these lists. Switzerland, Denmark, Norway are the dearest and the likes of Poland, uh, Bulgaria, Romania are the cheapest across these products. Now, I know you don't want to talk about this, but recently we've had a big discussion about paying children's allowances to people who live in some of these countries. Their children are there, but the parents are here. Now, if you're getting Irish children's allowance and you're buying your meat in Poland for your kids, you're getting a great deal. You're doing OK. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Aren't you? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. But if, if it's Austria or Switzerland, you're in trouble. Now, Oh, I got a terrible rollicking today on the programme because I dared Never. to suggest. I did. <laughs> I said, because of course Ingrid isn't uh, a Catholic, Ash Wednesday is a bit beyond her, and there'd be no fish tonight, I suspect. There'd be roast beef. And I dared to suggest that I drink white wine with it, and I got a rollicking for drinking white wine with roast beef. Have people nothing else to worry about? <laughs> no, but come on now. Yeah. What about drink? Alcohol. Uh, yeah. We're dear. Are we? Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah. We're very dear. We're 75% above the EU average on alcohol. 75%? Yeah. Spain, so if you again take the Europe as 100, Spain is 81. So you, your 100 euro worth of booze on the EU average alcohol <laughs> would cost you 80 euro in Spain. We're 175. So let me, I know I, I go t- too much numbers, but anyway, if no. you spent a tenner, if you spent 100 euro on alcohol in Ireland, the same basket of alcohol would cost you 46 euro in Spain. But I think we all know that when we go there, we can see how cheap it is. It's it's half the price. But um, 46 now. France, France and Germany are also like 50 quid compared to our 100 quid. For well, when your, your basket of alcohol now, like because we know wines will be cheaper. But are you including, for argument's sake, like gin and vodka and all uh, that? Oh, kind no, of, of course. This is a, a full basket. Now, it, yeah. this isn't restaurants or pubs. This is just no, walking no. into the supermarket. But even all of those, your your liquors and all that are, are uh, they're cheaper, aren't they, in the supermarket in France and Germany and Spain? Significantly cheaper. Like, I think a bottle of gin is... 
Well, the thing you notice when you go on your holidays, if you go to a supermarket and it's a bunch of Irish and British people there, they're all pushing a trolley full of drink. You yeah, know, well, that's it. Because we're, it's so cheap. We're the fourth dearest in Are Europe we? for alcohol. And yeah. what, are my Austrian cousins the most expensive? No, no, Norway, Iceland and oh, Turkey. Yeah. Turkey are the third Turkey. dearest. Yeah, United Kingdom is um, not far behind us. The cheapest countries are um, Macedonia, Bulgaria, Serbia, etc. Germany and Poland are, are, are cheap yeah, as well. Yeah, but you wouldn't necessarily, and I have the Macedonian ambassador getting on to me now. I mean, you wouldn't necessarily want to live in Macedonia or Bulgaria because the drink is cheaper or no, the food it. is cheaper. I mean, you, you, I mean, I know your business is numbers, but but the the untan- the intangible then, of course, changes everything. You know, the intangibles don't show up. You know, you might be very happy living in Cork and you might want to be living in Bucharest. Of course. And it's it's with all numbers. You have to look at all aspects to it. So and again, these are just averages. So you might look at the average price of a basket of food in Spain. But if you go to Costa del Sol, it might be dearer because maybe northern Spain is cheaper. So you, you always need to kind of look at every angle, of, you know, before you would think of retiring to Spain. Yeah. But, you know, if you bring your pension down to Spain and based on these figures... You it's know, going to go further. It's going to go further. And like all the detail is on our website. So for people who are seriously interested in this, I mean, these statistics are produced for um, consumer protection law, you know, to look at competition. And, you know, they're also used when we compare GDP across yeah. Europe and stuff. But for the individual as well, they can go in and, and they can see where they can get cheap tobacco. We're very expensive when it comes to tobacco. And rightly so. And rightly so. I mean, I think that's that's one of the good uh, stories. I presume the French are cheap because they're all sucking their gold was all the time. <laughs> so again, um, we're 89% above the EU average. 89%, uh, right. The United Kingdom is dearer than us. They're at 218. France is dearer than the EU average at a 27% dearer. Germany's bang on the EU average. So if you take 100, Germany's 101. Spain, Portugal, Luxembourg, one of the dearest countries in the EU, are on 83, 84 for tobacco. For tobacco. So tobacco is cheap in those but, countries. But tobacco's a surprising one because you can see by your figures, like Britain, even France, where they're all smoking, mm. everybody smokes. Mm. There is a conscious effort by government to try and make price reduce consumption for health reasons. Of course. Do you know? Yeah. Like there's a, you can see that. Yeah. Whereas for other things, it's different. Now, you know the farmers are cribbing all the time in Ireland about the milk yeah. and that they've been screwed on the milk. Let's have a look. Are they? We're twenty eight percent dearer than the EU average, and no way. yeah, and we're going up in price. So not only do I have the the price level compared to the rest of Europe, I can see whether or not we're going up compared to other countries. So even though we might come down in price on a particular product, if the rest of Europe comes down more, sure. we show us going up. So we're twenty eight percent above the EU average, and we were twenty percent above the EU average back in two thousand and twelve. So but the farmers what? are cribbing. But then they always crib. Don't well, that's they? the farmers. You see, this is this is what you're paying when you walk into the supermarket. So, oh, the, the farmer the, mightn't be getting. Yeah, the farmer yeah, mightn't I, be getting I, this I, at sorry, all. Sorry, I missed on yeah, that. Yeah, and again, France and Germany are cheaper than the EU average. So, you have to kind of. I mean, looking at these statistics right across the board, Ireland is the second dearest country in the eurozone. We're expensive. Well, that's really interesting because. 
there's this huge movement to Ireland from because of free trab of free movement, right? So you have people coming from poor countries or cheap countries, cheap you can call countries, whichever word yeah. you like, coming here. Now, admittedly, when they come here, they are earning our salaries. Of yes. course, the big advantage is the children's allowancing is really interesting. Yeah, because that's where the big money is going back to a cheap. Yeah. Economy, so it must be having you know a significant impact. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, it like it could be going two or three times further in some of these cheaper well, countries. The, do you know what the Germans pay? They pay a hundred and ninety quid a child, and if you have a fourth child, they pay two hundred. Yeah, they pay two hundred and fifty-four. Okay, she be having children like crazy in Poland if if your dad was in there. Uh, in, in Munich. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, ours ours was high enough, wasn't it, back at the peak of the Celtic Tiger? It's about 140, I think. I don't get it. You don't get it for children in their 40s. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it anymore, but I used to. And I, I, I tell you. So, like, you're talking about the impact of tax uh, to yeah. disincentivize people smoking. Right. And then you could think about maybe the other side of it to incentivize people to like eat fruit what? and vegetables oh, for yeah. example. So fruit and vegetables were 36% dearer than the EU average. So that's quite disheartening. But I suppose it is going to be cheaper, you know, in, in Greece, Spain and Portugal. But even those countries are at 80 and, and 90% of the EU average. So across all these statistics, you said it at the very top of the show and you know, I guess that's your genius, George. The, the Eastern Europe is pulling the averages down yeah. across the whole no, table. But, yeah. but hold on a while now. Let's take countries that fruit and veg is cheaper. OK, mm. now, when I go down to Super Value on Sunday in Dean's Grange with the old trolley and I zero over to, to get my raspberries and, and, and all that fennel. sort of stuff. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, anyway. But a lot of that stuff is coming from the poor countries that you're talking about. So there must be somewhere, there must be a percentage add-on yeah. somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, does most of it come from Spain? Well, it's funny when you look at stuff like I saw stuff recently which was packaged as if it came from Galway Bay. But when I turned over the back, like it came from, you know, some river in Beijing or something. So, like, you have no idea where your food is coming from now. No, we don't. No, no. And like you say, the the variety presented to us in the supermarkets is fantastic. But, you know, the whole seasonal thing, you know, is all lost now, isn't it? Although I will say tomatoes in the middle of winter, I don't know, no matter where they're grown, they're just not the same. Sure, they're not as... as no, the one as I get uptight about yeah. is potatoes. Okay. Because as a child growing up, when your mother produced new potatoes, do you know? Yeah, I know. And they arrived like, it just, it was I fantastic. Know, I know, Best I know. Taste. You can still taste them. Yeah, <laughs> because the week before, yeah. like you know, she was you were mashing them because they were the old potatoes. I know. So that's all gone now. You get new potatoes. Yeah. My, day my love is bread, so I'm I'm not a big potato eater, but I love bread. And I again, I would maintain we get the best bread in the world in Ireland. We you know we have fantastic. No, bread. that's complete and utter. Like I I bow. I think my mum is listening now, and she <laughs> she will agree with me because she goes to Holland a lot, and she said you can't get I, decent I, bread. 
it on I the continent. bow to your superior statistical <laughs> knowledge. Your knowledge on bread is slightly dodgy. Okay. Uh, well, we're 11% dearer than the EU average. You don't think we have good bread here? Ah, have you never been to Paris and you come down for ah, your bit, breakfast? A bit of a white baguette and sure, what else have you and, got? And you come down. Most of us don't eat white bread anymore, George. There's gorgeous bread there. And what I do is I scoop out the soft stuff inside. I scoop all that out. So I've only the hard, crunchy outside. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Then, then um, let me see. Switzerland, Denmark, very dear for bread. Um, Macedonia, the UK is cheaper, is cheaper than us. I would have thought that we might do better on bread. But I mean, yeah. same story across the whole thing. But then you see um, the, what we might do another time be quite interesting. If you start doing those comparisons like on property and stuff like that um, and people are saying I'm going to retire to Spain or I'm going to retire to South France or something, you then factor in uh, uh, property. Then you factor in like healthcare, for instance, right? And and now, like I'd say a ton of British people are wetting themselves about Brexit because how their pensions like might be affected and Absolutely. so on. For, for sure, for sure. It's 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 a huge uh, factor for them. But you're right. I mean, all I have in front of me here today I is, know, is food and alcoholic beverages. But I and tell you. There's a lot more. And I think I was on before, George, and we were talking about the the weights in the in the pricing the yeah. basket for the CPI and is it 11% of our money is spent on food it used to be about 50% back in 1916 I think I was talking about that before so food is only a small part of our spending now and it's transport it's services you know yeah. it's dining out all those sorts yeah, of things but when you yeah. go to Austria and they do Wiener Schnitzel now don't give you chips with Wiener Schnitzel they give you potato salt uh, a pork a, scall- a scallop and breadcrumbs, yeah. That's not and they give food. you, and they give you, you have, um, what you call it, uh, potato salad, not chips around. That's the standard way of giving it. And then you go over to the hotel Sacker. Oh, hang on Sacker a minute. And the Wiener schnitzel and the salad, that'll be 22 euro, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, an arm so, and a leg stuff. So, and sorry, I cut across you. And across the road in the hotel? Hotel Sacker where sacco torte was invented. And that's 46 euro slices. Oh, that's 46 <laughs> euros. Listen, um, Deirdre Cullen of the CSO, every week at this time, making numbers that talk 